0: Welcome back to another episode of the Ambitious Podcast with Jessica Chawa, where we go over different tips of how to become or how to be an adult in today's culture and in today's environment. So let's get to this episode. If you tuned in last time, we were talking about the three different steps of how to get started on how to buy your first home. And the first step is what I'm going to talk about today, which is getting your finances in order. Because it's easier said than done, especially if nobody taught you what that means, how that looks like, or how to even approach that process. So this is for those who, it's your first time. Um, organizing your finances, organizing your paperwork. It, could, it doesn't matter how old you are. Um, it just matters that you want to get started. So when you get your finances in order, that basically means you have to take a step back and see what's coming in and what's coming out. And that requires you to either look at your bank statements Um, organize your expenses and organize your income by different categories because I say I say bank statements instead of your taxes because believe it or not there are people out there that haven't paid taxes yet but there are people who have but they didn't do it the right way so when you're When you're, let's say we're starting from fresh, okay? We're starting from fresh. We want to get our taxes done the right way. And so you need to be the one that takes charge, takes hold of your finances and says, you know what, let's face this forward. Let's see how much I'm spending. You might be afraid. Um, You don't want to look. You don't want to see how much debt you have. Whatever the reason, we have to, we have to start by taking a look at ourselves in our financial relationship, in our financial aspects of our lives in order to make changes we want to see in our lives. That's just, we just can't go into it blindly, okay? And so once you have your bank statements and you can categorize them in different ways, you can say entertainment, meaning everything you paid for or when you went out. Starbucks um, a a donut any any outside expenses that does not have to do with work put that as entertainment any education expenses that's another category Um, any gas expenses that's one category then you can have another category of maintenance car maintenance another one of how much rent you have Another category would be um, personal. Personal includes things like your, if you're a woman or even man, um, getting your eyebrows done, getting your nails done, getting that Brazilian wax, getting that haircut, buying your clothes. Now, the clothes section can be actually a little tricky. Um, this is like a tax tax little advice but I'm not a tax specialist so discuss this with your accountant. When you're buying clothes, there are clothes that we specifically buy for our work or for our business to be more presentable, more professional. If it's clothes to go out in the club then it doesn't count but you can include clothes as write-offs for business or work-related expenses So if you want to, you can separate those categories as well. I'm not gonna get into the tax details. I will try to find an accountant, a CPA, that is willing to be interviewed for tips. Um, Everybody likes exposure, so I'll offer them that. And if you want me to do that, Please comment below, like this episode, subscribe to my podcast for more. But this is very general, very broad intro to financial management. So just separate all your expenses into different categories, okay? Um, Use Excel, write it in a notebook, whatever helps you organize it. Once you know what's coming out of your pocket, now you need to know what's coming in. And... Once you have the total income that you get and the total outcome, if it's not looking pretty, one of the things that you can do is ask yourself, what subscription, what monthly subscription do I have that I don't need? How can I lower my payment in one area of it? And there's a lot of different things you'll be surprised of what you can lower. For example, eating out. Um, Fast food is no longer affordable, in my opinion. It's very expensive. There's long lines, so that's time for your money. And then you're paying for a meal that's $10 now or something like that, and it adds up. So... Eating in or packing your lunch will, will tremendously, tremendously cut the cost of how much you're spending when you're going out. Now, the other category, now you see what's coming in, what's coming out. You cut some expenses out, but you notice that there's just some debt that is taking over your whole life and this comes into credit card debt student loans and and this is actually i wanted to save this this is going to be like a a second part of this podcast because i don't want to spend too much time in it because it's a lot and i'll have a special guest on this podcast explaining everything that has to do with debt and credit and I'm really excited hopefully he accepts my invitation but um, put those credit and debts into their own different category how much are you paying monthly um, what's the minimum that you can pay off how much it, and and this will go into more detail because what happened to me one time and I'll just give you a quick story is I traveled to India one year <clears throat> and I took a certain amount of money and I ran out long story short I ran out and there was no way for me to I had no money in my checkings but I had credit cards so I ended up transferring about two grand uh, or three grand total to my checkings from my credit cards you can do that but at, after that point your APR is about 24 25 percent so I thought I was gonna pay it off right away when I came back, and little decisions like that—not little, but they're big—but um, those kind of decisions can follow you for five to six years, and that's what happened to me. I did not pay it off until five years later, ladies and gentlemen. But I actually paid it off, and when I did the numbers, I paid ten times the amount that I borrowed, and knowing what I know now I could have easily just not paid it went into collections and then erased it from my history and saved myself thousands of dollars so if there's something like that in terms of credit cards or something hindering you in that aspect um, I will have uh, write your questions on the comments if you'd like Uh, follow me on the ambitious channel on YouTube and comment there as well because I will be uploading this there too and I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you that there's a lot of things of credit that most people don't know that I would love to share with you Um, but for this episode's sake just make sure you separate those debts Um, Anything that's hindering you from moving forward to buying your first home. Like, um, was your car repossessed? We have family members, right? Most of us do. And things happen. Things happen. Maybe you used your credit to help your family member um, buy buy a car and it got repossessed. And it wasn't your fault, but it's on there. It's on the history. So everything that's like that, um, set it aside and speak to a financial professional. I'll set, I'll put a link on the description of where you can go if you need credit help. If you want to learn more about that and you can't wait for the podcast, um, I'll put it on the link there. Highly advised to get... Um, all the advice that you can get did you know that most attorneys most tax um, preparers cpas all their first appointments should always be complimentary so go to as many as you want to get third fourth fifth opinions on what you should do but make sure that you do the work so that you can get all of those figured out and handled um so that's another way of getting your financial documents in order in the third way that you get your financial documents in order that you will have to show your lender or even for you make sure you have the printout of your taxes Um, make sure you check how much income or outcome you reported because you might be reporting less than you actually make and you want to not be surprised when the lender says well you're reporting less so you only qualify for half of what you thought you did Um, and if that's the case you want to know you want to be conscious and aware of what those numbers look like so there's no surprises in the future and so you can make changes next year when you're reporting your taxes so it will reflect what you actually are making so that you can qualify for a higher mortgage loan and the final thing that I would recommend on how to organize your finances is also have a system in place for savings When you're putting a saving system in place, you have to think about two different things. Number one is, do you want the money you're setting aside to stay stagnant? Meaning, do you want to put $100 into your savings and it stay at $100 forever? Or do you want to get some sort of interest on your savings big enough for it to help you in the long run for your deposit. And there are ways to do this. I wouldn't recommend unless you're really fearful of losing your money, uh, of putting your money in a savings account or even under your bed because ladies and gentlemen, if you have not noticed, the government has printed trillions of dollars and what that means is inflation. That means that your $100 in, in less than two years will be less than, a, than $100 because of inflation. So it makes your dollar worth less in the long run. And in order to avoid that, you want to make sure that your dollar is increasing in value over time through interests. And this there is one vehicle, two vehicles actually, one that's not that that has a tax advantage, and the other one that doesn't have a tax advantage. And that's indexed accounts index accounts, you can go to a broker that puts your money in uh, SMPs, 500s, and what happens is your money grows over time, you're locked into a price, but when you go to a broker, you have um, fees that you have to pay, and you are not exempt from being charged taxes when it's time to take your money out. The other vehicle that you can use that there's a big trend on TikTok right now, is the cash value life insurance policies. What cash value life insurance policy do is your money goes into two things. It goes into a life insurance and it goes into an indexed account. And in this whole vehicle, it allows this cash value insurance policy to be tax-free. That's in another episode. I am a life insurance agent and I deal with cash, value, life insurance policies all the time, so I can answer all the questions that I will be. More than happy to go into depth about that, and I will. But for this simplicity's sake, I want you to think about that whenever you, you set aside money in your savings. So do you want your money to grow how soon do you or how uh, tangible you want that money to be and um, for how long do you want your savings to be so you have to consider how much you want to set aside or how much can you set aside and how long will that take for you to get the amount that you need for your down payment escrow fees etc so having everything planned out write it out it's going to take some time don't be in a rush um, because this takes time. This is a process when you first buy your home. So be patient with yourself. If you need help, feel free to reach out to me. And um, my email is copious.agent at gmail.com Again, that's copious.agent at gmail.com if you have any questions about how to get started or or if you have any questions and confused about that but for this podcast those are the main things of how to get your finances in order you have to have a plan write everything out income expenses different categories what's in the red box is your debts things that are hindering your credit history and then how do you want to be saving your money what different accounts can you put it in and what is the process to do that how long will it take how much do you need to set aside how much do you need for the house that you want Um, you can go online and check houses that you like four bedrooms three bedrooms yard no yard location so that you can get an estimate of how much houses are selling for And with that, you'll have an idea of how much you would need for a deposit. And I will go over and I'm so excited because I have so many things to teach you guys. I have so much knowledge that I've been keeping in for a long time. That's why I started to do this podcast because there's so much stuff that was never told to me that I want to share. And I wish I could do it all in one podcast, but that would be overwhelming. Um, So I want to make sure I stay on topic. Um, Thank you for listening. I will have much more gems and pearls for you. And I hope the information that I'm sharing helps you. So I'm excited to see you guys again. Thank you so much for tuning in and taking your time to listen. Hope you have a wonderful day. God bless everyone.